1: Welcome to uh, one of our special preview episodes for the Motor Mouth podcast. My name is Harry Benjamin, Tim Sylvie alongside me as ever. Uh, and we've just finished a mammoth season seven, which has seen, again, some of our biggest uh, guests today. It's really been incredible to look back at the last 10 weeks. And uh, in this sort of week off that we've had, we've been uh, busying ourselves away preparing for the next season, season eight, which we're about to go into uh, with some more amazing guests lined up. I'm always surprised that people say yes to us. So it's always a privilege. we <laughs> got um some more sponsors on board as well for this year so we can bring you even more racing drivers and racing action as well tim uh it's all going pretty well
0: but what a season seven we've had right it's been it's been intense it's been really intense it's been it's been fantastic we've had uh stuck to our 10 our run of 10 um, and had some brilliant names i was actually just pulling up the names on my uh mm. my telephone here um before we started chatting and we we kicked off obviously with with Paul de Resta which is you know your your uh fanboy status there with with um, PDR who was who was a good crack and then we followed it straight up with a former um F1 world champion in the form of Nico Rosberg which was a weird one because it, it i i enjoyed that conversation i think but it was—it wasn't the easiest, was it? I mean, we—it it was a challenging interview in some respects, for sure. And I think, but I think he's—you know—even the way he acts on when he presents
1: coverage as well, you know, he's got. I think he's—he's, he's, you know, he's got this personality which he's trying, you know, to push across. Sometimes I think, um, but, but, but and what come across. But
0: what is that personality? Is it—is he trying to appear fun? funny? Yeah, yeah. Because hes he, I didn't get that. I didn't pick that up. No, I I mean it,
1: it might be uh, an international thing I don't know obviously but you know I, I can imagine it's it's very difficult I suppose when you're someone like Nico Rosberg who for so long you know was a bit under the radar as an F1 driver apart from having the Rosberg name and then suddenly you're fighting for the championship alongside Lewis Hamilton in, in you know some of the most tightly fought battles we've seen since Senna and Prost you yeah. know and, and he came out on top and then immediately dropped the mic and left and yeah. that's a big thing and, and suddenly I suppose lose that limelight in a way and then now he's coming back a little bit more Doing some more punditry, I suppose he's trying to find that balance between you know professional athlete—that's that, his past—but also carving this new way forward for him, which is sort of his new brand, isn't it? Yeah. Of this entrepreneur and green energy, mobility, yeah. and sustainable guy. Uh, so I, I think he's just trying to find his way through that while also. Being the Nico Rosberg, you know, yeah. not an F1 world champion anymore, but you know this this guy who is a pundit and has sustainable views. I mean, obviously, we wanted to talk about him and Lewis,
0: <laughs> but, because yeah, because well. <laughs> that, that's what you want to chat about with someone like that. But he it was very clear that he really wanted to talk about, as you say, his business exploits and extreme e, which he, at the time he was just about to enter, um, and you know the whole F1 thing. He was sort of trying to push us away from or steer us away from, but yeah, all the same, amazing honour obviously to interview a formula one world champion and great content for us um we followed it up with our most successful episode of that season which was alex brundle a man that you yeah. know very well who you've uh, you you've you've got to know better from your your commentary uh, exploits which we'll come on to later but that, that did by far and away the most downloads that that episode why do you think that is Well, not a
1: clue. I think sometimes, you know, it's the people who are are very engaged on, you know, with the the fans and who have, you know, good opinions and current and modern views on most sport, which we all, you know, love to hear and and interact with. And Alex Brundle, you know, he's really carving out a name for himself as as Alex, you know, as a racing driver, but also as a a commentator and a pundit. And, you know, uh, it was great to sort of get an insight into his racing career and, and balancing that, you know, coming up with the Brundle name, but also, you know, doing a spectacular job on commentary. Which yeah. I think, um, you know, for all the the likenings to Martin, he's very much, you know, doing a stellar job. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think I, I really enjoyed our chat with him. It was quite a long one, but um, mm. I think he's doing a great job. And I, I think it's it's definitely I think people now know him more for his commentary than his racing. Almost, you know, it sort of feels like a bit of a um, a side project almost. He's doing so well with the commentary stuff. Um, and then then we moved on to Rima jafali Saudi Arabian um, racing driver who's um, treading the boards in Brashef 3, I believe, um, and doing pretty well. So really good to chat to her. And then we we pushed on through Mo Ritson and a revisit to Strictly Come Dancing 2019 winner Kelvin Fletcher, um, Rick Parfit Jr., son of the legendary Rick Parfit from Status Quo, um, and then Lee McKenzie, who... uh, I had no idea was so experienced, and uh, we've seen her just uh, um, doing the tracks, uh, not track side, the <laughs> courtside interviews at Wimbledon this week. I mean, she's done everything. She's she's a machine, isn't she? Did you not know she had all that experience? No, or maybe I, I have I don't no know. idea. No, I, I, no I, I, I just see her on you know Formula One and think, well, that's that's what she does. And may have seen her in a bit of rugby here or there, but I didn't realise the breadth of her experience until we really started mm-hmm. digging into her past.
1: Uh, I, I think it's probably... but Yeah, it's perhaps different when, you know, sort of I'm growing up and, and being in a sort of broadcasting world, you, you tend yeah. to sort of find out who these people are, what they do, how they got to where they did. And Lee McKenzie certainly one of them. So to me, she's not just someone who pops up every now and then doing F1, you know, and then that's how I initially found her. But obviously huge wealth of experience coming from her sport background as well and growing up in the paddock she had some amazing yeah. stories to tell so it was no wonder she ended up doing what she did
0: yeah absolutely and then we had Ian James the, the boss of the Mercedes EQ Formula E team I think we're we're getting quite well versed with our Formula E characters now we seem to have had half the paddock and a few team principals I know um, so he was fascinating and then obviously topping it off with um with Harry Tinknell um at winner very recently so i think uh, a, a a very solid um season um and talking of sponsors which you rightly mentioned earlier on um we had two sponsors for season 7 um the fantastic folks at F1 experiences with Keith and Dara and the rest of the gang there Rob um Watts who's a, a friend of the show um really um lovely to have them on board for the first five shows of the season yes and then Davanti tires joined us for the second half of the season which was equally brilliant and um, we we had Sir Chris Hoy um, chirping into every single one of those five shows he is an ambassador for Devanti Tires and did a lovely little advertising reading that they wanted in which is absolutely fine talking about the tires one day we'd quite like to have him as a guest wouldn't we Yes, I'd like him to say a little bit more than
1: the 30-second script uh, he read for us, but ever appreciative to have him on every single show of the last season, but we would like him for an hour or so if if that could be made possible by someone who may stumble upon this, who knows. Yes, please, make it happen for us.
0: Um, But huge thanks in all seriousness to um, F1 Experiences and Devante Tyres. Um, In actual fact, F1 Experiences are joining us again. Um, Fortunately, um, the way it works with them... That part of the deal is that they um, they give us a discount code so that um, listeners of the show can use the code Motormouth on checkout on F1Experiences.com um, and when they put that code in um, they type in Motormouth on checkout and you get a five percent discount um, which is actually um, quite a good chunk when you consider that the, the, their offering is quite premium so you get a good discount on um, any of your F1 experiences at races anywhere on the F1 calendar. So um, they'll be joining us again for a full season in season eight. So massive thanks to Dara, Keith, everybody else um, for having faith in us. It worked well last time. We're going to do it again. So expect more from them. And we've got some exciting plans with them moving forward as well. We're talking about various live experiences and live podcasts with them. So stay tuned for that. Now, one um, element I want to touch on, um, which is a difficult one to talk about, is um, also related to sponsors. Well, our season five sponsors, our very first sponsors, was a company called Motus One. Um, they're an event mass event transportation company with headquarters in the Middle East, uh, but they operate all over the world. And the CEO and founder um, is a very, very good friend of mine, a guy called Dana, and. Um, Very, very sadly, um, Dana passed away on Saturday. Um, It's a tricky one to talk about. It's hugely emotional. Today is Tuesday. It's still very fresh and raw. Um, I've known Dana for uh, nearing 12 years now. And we speak nearly daily um, about business, life, Motormouth, Motus One, kids. He's got two boys, same age as mine, um, who he leaves behind, and his brilliant wife, Claudia. Um, So a special thanks to Motus, to Dana. um, And I think really we've got to dedicate the whole of next season in his memory. Um, And it's, it's tremendously sad. Um, He touched the lives of so many people. Um, And uh, yeah, I mean, I I won't dwell on it because it's, it's tricky to talk about, but I just wanted to express my thanks to him and and all he's done for me over the years and and obviously sponsoring the podcast, which as I've said in a a post I did on LinkedIn um, yesterday, he, he didn't do that because he needed the exposure He did it purely to help us out as a a new business, trying to make headway, a new podcast. Um, And that was the kind of guy he was. He would just help his friends out wherever he could. So he'll be hugely missed. And and my thoughts are with his friends and family at at this really, really um, difficult time. Um, But we look ahead to season eight. And Harry, we've already recorded some uh, interviews. We've already had some big names. Take us through who we can expect to see in season eight.
1: Well, we're kicking off with a big one. Nelson P. Jr. Uh, joined us after we uh, spent quite a few months trying to uh, pin him down for a chat, um, and it was well worth the wait. I'm actually in the middle of editing that one now, and it is an absolute cracker. He goes into some amazing detail on his Formula E exploits, uh, not to mention, obviously, his F1 career as well, and uh, all, all the ins and outs of it. It, it is it is quite spectacular, the amount of um, juicy detail yeah, he goes into. I, I'm really excited to, for people to hear it.
0: It is. It's a good one. And he doesn't hold back. I mean, he he doesn't care in a good way who he's talking about and what he's saying about them. Mm. And actually, we, we were not going to touch on the Singapore Crashgate experience. And we didn't, to be fair. We, you know, it's been well documented. But he kind of felt like it sort of felt like he wanted to go there a little bit. Yeah, he led us there, to be honest. Yeah. And we, we weren't gonna go there
1: because, you know, wh- why dredge up all that stuff again just for, for the sake of it when he's done so much more around that as well. But, you know, I think he he's obviously clearly uh, well versed in in what he says around that. But you know, it sounds like he Motorsport Formula 1 is a political game and he uh, admits he, he wasn't prepared for that and he didn't want any part of it and I kind of I respect that and yeah. uh, and he's still been able to carve out a, a very successful career for himself nevertheless but you know and he actually said
0: he'd he make a very good manager these days because yeah. you know he's been there I done agree. that and got the raw end of it yeah. as well totally no really interesting and, and actually I know that you've emailed um, without success so far Flavio Briatore so maybe we'll get the uh, the other side yeah, I know
1: I did even Email Flavia, but the email bounced back. I oh, did it? So, oh. I've, been, I've
0: sent him a DM on Instagram, but he hasn't read it yet. So uh, <laughs> I, I don't think he'll know how to access DMs on Instagram. No, so uh, it would be good to hear from him. Uh, I imagine that would be quite a spicy chat. <laughs> we also had um, someone that several people have said is the best driver they've ever raced against, um, Adam Carroll, who is quite could quite possibly be the world's most not necessarily underrated, but uh, under the radar talent that there's, there's ever been he's an incredible driver isn't he and he, he's it's it's sort of sad in a way that he isn't more recognized
1: yeah but you know i think uh, every racing driver is is uh, you know you, we uh, one thing i've certainly learned by doing you know these podcasts is that just to have a career as a motorsport racing driver is difficult enough um and uh, yes formula one is the cream of the crop but there is a whole world outside of that and yeah. adam carroll is one of the most respected racing drivers throughout the paddocks of this world so yeah. I think he can be very satisfied with his career uh, but we do go into it and chat about what you know what happened and, and why he missed out on that shot um, and you know shock horror money's to do with it so <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah and he's he's never had um, by his own admission deep pockets or deep enough pockets to, mm. to pursue that Formula One dream in its entirety but he had some cracking stories as well and, and a very like you say very well respected driver um, in motorsport circles um, hopefully all being well and we're going to say it, even though it may not happen but it looks like we are going gonna get Daniel Kafir. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I'll be speaking to the Alpine guys so hopefully and girls hopefully uh, Danny Kvyat is uh, up for it along with uh, Guan Yu Zhou as well just made his free practice one debut in place of Alonso did a very respectable job in Austria yeah. Um, so uh, yeah we've got him Vernon Kay's in the pipeline as well uh, and a few other TBCs uh, but it's going to be a very a very strong season yet again we never disappoint ever
0: I love that uh, you it's a marker of the the quality of guests that we've had that we brush over someone like Vernon Kaye ah yeah yeah we'll, have Kay. We, yeah, we'll have a bit of Vernon K. You know. The king of Saturday Night Telly
1: yeah, and well, also Murder Sport now.
0: Yeah, well, and probably not that many people who don't watch Formula E realize that he, he's uh, he's treading the paddock in, in Formula E and doing a fantastic job. So um really excited to get him on and loads more to look forward to in the upcoming season. Um but I do want to um, blow some smoke up my co-host's backside because um he well, you tell the people, Harry, Formula Three commentary <laughs> in replacement. For one night only, so far, uh, Alex jacks Tell us all about it. Well, for three nights only. Te- for being technical, true. Yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, no. So I got I got the call up to uh, to cover for Alex Jakes um, doing the FIA Formula Three. Is it Jacks treat. or Jakes? I always say Jax. Jake's Jake's, Jakes, Jakes, mate. Alex Jakes. Jake's. Okay, I need it's to get Alex Jakes head, an absolute I, legend yeah. of the commentary box of course now doing Channel 4 Formula 1 and also W Series and F3 and F2 yeah. unfortunately uh, he had to self-isolate for the last week because of coming into contact with I think Billy Munger actually did test positive but uh, that rolled him out of not just F3 but W Series and F1 so um, i was very graciously given the call up to have a go at F3 alongside Jordan King uh, the former uh, F2 F3 racer as well and himself done a bit of Le Mans uh, too uh, and uh, yeah and we were treated to three ridiculous races as well, um, where there was no time to breathe, in fact. So uh, I loved every minute of it, lots to, to learn on and improve, but um, hopefully uh, I didn't do uh, it too much of a disservice. And I think people hopefully still uh, still enjoyed it and, and got some good entertainment out of it. So uh, I don't know if I'll be back anytime soon or not, but hopefully uh, we shall see. But in the meantime, I'll hand it back over to, uh, to Jake, who does, of course, an absolutely brilliant job and has done for the last however
0: many years. He's been doing it. Yeah, absolutely. He did what well, he is and continues to do a fantastic job. I I mean I think some of the uh, the highest compliments that I saw on Twitter uh, when you were doing the commentary over the weekend was that some people were like well, I I can't tell that it's not Alex Jake's doing the commentary so uh, high praise indeed um, considering <laughs> your your early years of doing the commentary but you're still going to do the Porsche Super Cup correct yeah.
1: Yes, that race is uh, still going on. Fortunately, the British man has been cancelled, but we've added another race in Monza for later on in the year. So uh, that Super Cup is on Sky Sports and across the world as well on, on various F1 channels and F1 TV. And, and that season is actually hotting up nicely now after three races. So uh, if you're not a Porsche Super Cup fan, I would suggest you get into it because the races aren't that long. And it's quite cool seeing these 911 911- Cards going around Michael Fassbender was in the latest race so you know the Hollywood legend so it's pretty pretty entertaining stuff if I do say so myself can you name
0: um, three characters that Fassbender has played Uh, Magneto correct
1: in X-Men and he played something in 300 uh, the film there that's what I said on commentary anyway. That's from his Wikipedia and um, I think he also maybe... I have no idea. No, honest, I don't right. either. I, I knew it was Magneto but that's where my knowledge... Magneto is all I... I kept saying Magneto. That's yeah. all I had. Yeah, that's all I would have as <laughs>
0: well. Um, now we must talk um, briefly about a couple of other things. Um, karting. Let's talk karting. So um, the Brain Tumor Charity uh, who we partnered with earlier this year. Um, we've done some special podcasts with them which you can go back through the archives and have a listen to. Um, one being Harry's very personal Story um, related to the brain tumor charity, um, and also a chap called um, Richard Jones who works for the Williams F1 team who has his story. He lost his sister to a brain tumor um, uh, a few, uh, a couple of years ago. So we we had a uh, two very emotional conversations there. Um, but we have partnered with them again to for our celebrity charity carting Cup which is taking place at Wilton Mill Cart Track in the UK near Daventry um, on the tenth of August. We've sold, I think about. of the teams so far so there's still some space um, it's a team of four that you enter. It uh, it's, works out 160 quid, basically, per person. So your whole team, team of four, is 650 quid between you and your four mates, uh, inclusive of you. And there's barbecues, show cars, we've got all sorts going on, two and a half hour endurance race, and of course, a bunch of celebrities and pro drivers. Um, and you each, each team gets given a pro or celebrity driver on the day. I've got people like Esteban Gutierrez. Um, Kelvin Fletcher loads of others Um, and uh, you could get lucky and get an Esteban Gutierrez you could get not quite so lucky and maybe get I don't know I don't want to do anyone a disservice here who do I say maybe Jenny Gow you know okay she's 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 a quick driver don't get me wrong I know she's a quick driver because we talked about it she'll have your ear off for that I know but she's not a racing driver so you know I'm going to let you dig yourself out of this hole right carry on so um, anyway 10th of August um Come along. Gates will open at one o'clock. If you have friends that are participating, you're more than welcome to come and join us. It's going to be loads of food and entertainment. Just, it's going to be a great, fun afternoon out, and all for a good cause. We've got a charity opening up, a charity auction rather, opening up two weeks, I think it is, before the event. So keep an eye out for that late July, um, and uh, we'll be auctioning off a ton of stuff, motorsport related uh, bits and pieces, which you can bid for, and all the proceeds go straight to the charity. Um, what next? Emma Island, should we go there? Do you want to bring us up to speed on Emma?
1: Well, Emeka Malinan, we had her on the show as well uh, a few months ago now, I think. And we loved her, the uh, The Finnish racing driver in the W Series, racing out once again, very, very competitive, very fast. And we're very pleased to say that she's become an official motormouth athlete. That's right. Um, keeping us up to date on all the behind the scenes and what she gets up to during this season the W Series, which, of course, kicked off in Austria. And I think she had a bit of poor luck on, on yeah. her side, unfortunately, caught in a few collisions, but still, uh, stood on the podium once. So that was... Uh, a pretty decent start for Emma Cullinan and we're very pleased to have on board for this year
0: yeah no for sure uh, she she doesn't hold her punches um, great fun great talker um, we've already released two little behind the scenes clips of her um, from the races so far this season um, so hugely excited to have Emma on board being the, the small agile outfit that we are we have let ourselves down and not actually released press release about it yet Um, I've not even done a proper post really about it so apologies uh, for that but it is coming but the content's coming anyway the press release will come at some point if you subscribe to our um, newsletter that goes out monthly you'll have already been told about it but it's coming. But anyway, it's it's cool that we've got our first official athlete and, and we're very grateful to Emma um, for joining us. The final thing to talk about, I suppose, is that um, don't forget, we don't just have a podcast. Um, we have an app. We have a website, um, www.motormouth.club. If you'd like to check it out from there, you can go off and find our app as well. Um, but you just search Motormouth on the App Store. You'll find us, download us, stick us on your homepage or on your phone all sorts of stuff on there live timings news you can chat you can leave comments you can debate you can share things out to various other platforms um and uh loads of exciting things coming with that as well so make sure to go and check it out um and and really the last very last thing is just to say a huge thank you i suppose to to everyone that downloads and listens um there's tens and thousands of you out there now which is unbelievable um you know that we've reached this i think the last milestone was 70,000 listeners i want to say maybe 75 i can't remember um 100 300 million yeah, something like that I think, I think it was uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we're not quite the high performance podcast yet let's not get yeah. carried away um but we're we're heading towards 100,000 listeners which is amazing i think you know for for two blokes who um don't have the profile of other uh, podcast hosts in the sense of you know we don't have a million social followers between us um, I think we're doing alright and, and we've built up a, a really lovely um, audience and we hear from a lot of you um, I must uh, mention Michael and Catherine are two of our highest level Patreon members thank you to you both um, if you want to join our Patreon programme head over to Patreon search for Motormouth join up get the benefits but yeah it's, it's, uh, it's a great thing so we're very very grateful um, and uh, I guess that's it from, from me anything you want to add? No, I just can't wait to get going with Season 8. Awesome. Well, we'll leave it there. We'll sign off. Thank you to everyone for listening. Season 8 is coming, dependent on when Harry edits this and when I get around to releasing it. Season 8 starts either this afternoon or tomorrow. I think I'm right in saying that. I think we'll just say it starts on Wednesday. Let's go with that. Wednesday, the whatever of July it is tomorrow. Um, So stay tuned for the first episode, which will be, Harry Benjamin... Nelson P.K. Jr. We'll see you soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods,